Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter thirty-two, Jacob finally overcomes fear. Family struggles. In Genesis, we see a family who is struggling with some of the same things from generation to generation. What are some of the struggles and sins we see repeated in this family, starting with Abraham, then Isaac, and now Jacob? As we read Genesis 32, can you identify a common weakness in this family? As Jacob prepares to return home, what is the great emotion that is motivating him? Is he excited to return home? Or is there something else lurking in his heart? Genesis chapter thirty-two, verses one to eight. Jacob also went on his way, and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, "This is the camp of God." So he named that place Mahanaim. Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He instructed them, "This is what you are to say to my lord Esau: Your servant Jacob says, 'I have been staying with Laban, and have remained there till now. I have cattle and donkeys, sheep and goats, male and female servants. Now I am sending this message to my lord, that I may find favor in your eyes.' When the messengers returned to Jacob, they said, 'We went to your brother Esau, and now he is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him.'" In great fear and distress, Jacob divided the people who were with him into two groups, and the flocks and herds and camels as well. He thought, "If Esau comes and attacks one group, the group that is left may escape." The old family trait of fear is now striking Jacob as he finally must face his brother. Let's recap the impact fear had on the former generations of this family. One. Abraham is afraid of the king of Egypt will kill him because Abraham's wife Sarah is so incredibly beautiful. So Abraham lies and says she is just his sister. Two, Isaac is afraid King Abimelech will kill him because Isaac's wife Rebecca is so incredibly beautiful. So Isaac lies and says she is just his sister. Three, Jacob's mother encourages Jacob to deceive his father, lying and pretending to be his twin brother, in order to get the family blessing. Jacob runs away out of fear. Esau will kill Jacob. Four, Laban deceives Jacob and gives him the wrong wife. Five, Jacob is afraid Laban will take away his wives and flocks, so Jacob deceives Laban and sneaks away. Six, Rachel lies to her father as she steals the household gods. Seven, Jacob is afraid to meet Esau again. The first instance of fear and deception in the Bible happens in Genesis chapter three. Adam is afraid and he hides from God. Why? He has sinned. And now he is ashamed because he is naked, so he tries to deceive God by trying to hide. 
In Abraham's family, we see this fear and deception continuing. If we have sinful patterns like this in our lives, is it possible to break free? Or are we stuck? How can we overcome the patterns of incorrect thinking, fear, and sinful behaviors, deception? How did Jacob overcome his fear? In this chapter, we see Jacob begin with prayer. Then he was moved to action. And finally, he wrestled with God. Jacob's Prayer Genesis chapter 32, verses 9 to 12. Then Jacob prayed, O Lord God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, Lord, you who said to me, Go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I had only my staff when I crossed this Jordan, but now I have become two camps. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers with their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper, and will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. There are six main thoughts in this prayer. We can use this prayer as a model prayer as we ourselves seek to overcome sinful patterns in our own lives. Jacob's identity, God of my fathers, God's promise, you said to me, Jacob's humility, I am unworthy, Jacob's request, save me, Jacob's honesty, I am afraid, God's promise, again, but you have said. What is my identity? I am a child of God. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. For he has chosen us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. What are God's promises? We must stand on the promises of God. Look into his word. There are many promises of God in the Bible. Can you think of some of the promises? The promises of God will build your faith and will push back the lies of the enemy. We must be humble before God. Submit to God. Honestly show your weakness to him and let him know you need his strength in your life. You cannot live on your own. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. We must present our requests to God. Be honest with yourself. Have you really asked God to help you in every situation? Or do you just think about your situations and hope God will help you? Take time to speak out loud your prayers to God. When you are alone, pray out loud and you will be amazed how your faith will grow. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We must be honest with God. It is okay to be honest with the Lord, to let Him know how you feel about your fears and worries. He is the one to go to. Sometimes we think we just need to be strong and ignore our fears and worries. 
This only gives them a hiding place to grow. Sometimes we have the opposite problem. We constantly talk to others about our problems. Sometimes this is because we want attention or pity from other people. Bring everything to Jesus. He is the one who can answer all of your fears. I cry out loud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out before him my complaint. Before him I tell my trouble. Psalm 142 verses 1 and 2. Stand on his promises again. Jacob's action. After Jacob's prayer, he moves to action. He does some bold things. First, he prepares a gift for Esau, a big gift. Genesis chapter 32 verses 13 to 21. He spent the night there and from what he had with him, he selected a gift for his his brother Esau. 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 female camels with their young, 40 cows and 10 bulls, and 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. He put them in the care of his servants, each herd by itself. And he said to the servants, Go ahead of me and keep some space between the herds. He instructed the one in the lead, When my brother Esau meets you and asks, Who do you belong to, and where are you going, and who owns all these animals in front of you? Then you are to say, They belong to your servant Jacob. They are a gift sent to my lord Esau, and he is coming behind us. He also instructed the second, the third, and the others who followed followed the herds. You are to say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. And be sure to say, Your servant Jacob is coming behind us. For he thought, I will pacify him with these gifts. I am sending on ahead. Later, when I see him, perhaps he will receive me. So Jacob's gifts went on ahead of him, but he himself spent the night in the camp. Why give a gift? Do you remember why Esau is mad at Jacob? Jacob had stolen from him. So now Jacob is giving to Esau. Jacob is doing the opposite of what he had previously done. Jacob wrestles with God. Jacob has prayed, he has acted in the face of fear, and now he moves to the final stage, he wrestles with God. Genesis chapter 32, verses 22 to 32. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, He sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, 
and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. What was Jacob fighting for? Maybe he was fighting for his own way. He had fought for everything he had, his birthright, his blessing, his wives, and flock. He had to struggle in every area of life, and this was how he faced everything. So now, he was going to struggle with God. Was Jacob really so powerful he could fight God? In the end, God subdued Jacob by touching his hip. God is so powerful. All he had to do is reach out and touch your hip and you fall to the ground. How do we struggle with God? Most often, it is in the area of our own will. We struggle because we want our own will, our own rights, our own dreams, our own plans, our own pleasures. What are some of the thoughts and goals in your will you try to hold on to, but in the end, you struggle with God? Jesus wrestles. Jesus also had his struggle with God. One of Jesus' finest moments was the night before he was crucified. He was praying in the garden with his disciples. Jesus knew he was about to be arrested. He knew he was about to be killed. Jesus went to pray with his closest friends. His friends fell asleep, and now Jesus was alone with his Father, and he prayed. Matthew chapter 26, verses 37 to 39. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Jesus, in his humanness, did not want to face a painful death on the cross. He asked God three times to take the cup away from him. Finally, in the end, Jesus laid down his own will and took up God's will for his life and for the world. At that moment, Jesus overcame and was so powerful, he was able to face the crucifixion. Overcomers We also can overcome. When our will crosses God's will, this is when we wrestle with God. And this is where we must submit our lives to Him, to die to ourselves, to follow His way and not our own. It is hard, but He will help us. Surrendering requires us to submit every area of our lives to Him. The sooner we submit, the easier life will be. Jacob wrestled with God all night long. He lost sleep, and in the end, he had a limp. But he came out as victorious. His fear was gone. He could face Esau and return to the promised land to raise his family. The promised land was where God wanted Jacob to be. Fear of his brother Esau kept Jacob out of the promised land, but now he was back. Through prayer, action, and submitting to God, Jacob overcame the fear and lived in the land promised by God. Jacob stood on the promises of God. He remembered what God had promised to him, 
and Jacob has now made God his own God. No longer just the God of Jacob's fathers, he is now Jacob's God. Thanks for having some spiritual limei with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya. We love ya.